What is the impact of technology on your life, on the lives of the people around you, on the way that you interact with them, on the way that you conduct business? Um, There are some of us who would like to think that we live in a world where we can completely or be completely ignorant of technology and its influences and impact on our lives. But unfortunately, technology is not ignorant of you. Whenever technology is built and designed, a lot of companies these days are designed technology in such a way that they wanted to accommodate impact and influence the lives of every individual on planet earth so whether you like it or not at some point you will have to interact with it and we would like to guide you and help you process that um, so that you learn what to stay away from and, and, and that you learn how to help your kids your nieces your nephews on how to navigate these spaces and these new technologies now um, tonight, I mentioned earlier that I've got, you know, some few exciting things and I'm just going to go off the bat um, before Charles comes in and, and talk about um, the Mac Studio. Uh, the Mac Studio is really, really performing well. I was watching a video essay not so long ago talking about how um, Apple um, um, PCs, personal computers are actually beginning to perform very well and there is a possibility that Apple devices might actually end up being more ubiquitous or actually being real competition for PC laptops. Now, I'm not talking in terms of revenue because we know that Apple makes a lot of profit, particularly from their iPhone, but we know that Apple makes a a very good quality devices that make a lot of profit, right? That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about selling numbers. That's where Apple has struggled a lot over the years and now they're struggling even more because a lot of people are hanging on to their old devices for a lot longer. Um, Now this video essay was uh, basically uh, proposing that in the next few years, especially because Apple devices are getting cheaper and cheaper. I mean a Samsung phone costs a thousand dollars, which is about like 20 to 30, 20 to 25,000 South African rands. Um, and, and, and you have to think about that, right? That if you're going to have to choose between an iPhone, which a lot of people associate with, you know, um, 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 quality and status, um, and then have to choose between Samsung, which is seen as a ubiquitous phone that everybody uses and everybody can get their hands on. People who use iPhone devices have a sense or a feeling of exclusivity. I am not like everybody else you know Um, and they'll let you know that they're not like everybody else Um, so you can imagine that the cheaper those devices get a lot of people are going to want to get their hands on them and the more ubiquitous they get they become a lot more people are going to buy into them because now it's easy for you to share files with the person next to you but (laughs) for apple cheap is very relative right it is very very relative i think it undoubtedly all Apple devices are premium. There is nothing for the, the, the lower class, the person who cannot afford to own a fancy phone. Nothing currently nothing exists everything is for premium people people who want to be exclusive people who love seamless seamless functionality um, seamless um, you know interaction between devices integration between devices and etc now speaking specifically about the mac studio the mac studio is marketed as it's definitely not for the layman it is very expensive especially when you look at it in south african rands i think it can cost you um, um 
it's about um, the the base model starts at two thousand, so that's about fifty thousand, right? Fifty thousand South African rands. You can imagine that. Not fourth. I I didn't mean uh, two thousand rands. I meant two thousand dollars. So when you convert that to rands and include shipping costs and all of these costs that uh, get incurred or poured onto the the product before it actually enters retail stores, you're sitting at close to fifty thousand rands for this device. And this device is marketed as an and not an entry level per se, but as a cheaper model that professionals can buy and. By professionals, I'm talking about people who make music, who edit videos, who do photography and edit heavy stuff. Um, So that's what it's marketed as. Now, a thing that Apple did, an interesting thing that Apple did with this device is they marketed it as a device that has modularity, right? Um, Modularity simply means that you, you can easily open the device and take the parts inside, remove them and replace them with new ones that you simply ordered from Apple and were delivered at your doorstep. And you can simply do this yourself. Now, this comes with a bit of controversy because recently Apple declared that they are pro um, um, right to repair, right? Giving the consumer the right to repair their own products. They, they, they went public with this. But now this device comes out, the Mac Studio, and they advertise it as having modularity. So the thing about modularity is that it, if, a, if a product is modular, then it has to be easy for you to unlock it and for you to pull out a part and replace it with another part. Mo- a lot of PC, a lot of uh, uh, computers that are not Mac or that don't belong to Apple, just to keep things simple, uh, that don't belong to Apple. So whether it's Dell or any any Dell, Lenovo or, or HP or whatever the brand may be, you will usually find that there is some degree of modularity. But these companies do not claim full modularity, but there is an extent to it. You can simply open the device, take out the RAM and replace it with new RAM. I've, I've done it myself on my own laptop. So that is that is the thing that um, 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 PC users have to their advantage. Or let me rather say Windows users, you know, those who use all the other brands except for the MacBook or Mac or uh, Mac Pro, those of us who don't use those products. Now, the controversy comes in the fact that this device, the Mac, the Mac Pro, is not modular. You know, you've had some some YouTubers who have opened it and taken two different Mac studios and taken parts from one and put it in the other. And what Apple did is that if you replace a part in the Mac studio, the Mac studio will not boot at all. And that also goes against what they said they're going to support, their right to repair. So honestly speaking, it really leaves me with the question of, is Apple really serious about giving the consumer the right to repair? giving the consumer the power to replace RAM if they want to, the power to replace, um, you know, the memory within the memory or the storage within their devices. Dude, are they actually serious? If your power button breaks and it stops working, 
do you have the power to open the device, go and buy another power button and replace that power button or the keyboard or any keys on the on the keyboard? So, you know, and, 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 and that's the thing that I feel like Apple is really not living up to what they promised. Now, obviously, moving on, because I've got a few things to share today. Um, that, that But that's one thing that I wanted to leave lingering in, in your mind, right? And you thinking about. But anyways, there is something very fascinating that was being done by Reddit, right? Um, so, excuse me. Um, so Reddit has this thing called space. Um, I'm, I'm, it's going to be a bit difficult for me to explain it, right? So space, it's not, I do not mean spaces like they have in, in Twitter. Uh, that's not what I'm talking about. So I'm talking about space. This is something completely different. So you can think of it this way. Imagine a digital canvas, that everyone has access to. So you, your friends, people at work, people at church, people in around the world have access to this one canvas. And everyone can log on to Reddit and put a pixel on this. I think it's like one million by something. I can't remember how big the pixels are, how many pixels it has. So you can literally place a pixel every five minutes. The reason they make it every five minutes is so that no one is a dictator. In other words, because the point of this canvas is to paint a portrait, right? A pick one pixel at a time. So the beauty of it is that people have been so creative in using this um, this uh, platform or rather using this feature um, that it's been so fascinating. People have designed flags. People have made commentary on modern pop culture and the things that are happening within our environments right within uh ukraine their own countries canada just legalized marijuana for some reason so people have been expressing those things on this canvas and also obviously making some silly jokes like people who just put profanity or the word sex on the canvas but this is i have found this to be so interesting allowing people around the world the internet community so to speak to come together and create a piece of art now, if you'll remember, uh, there was this guy called uh, Beeple. We've mentioned him uh, uh, before. So Beeple is a digital artist. He has a an Instagram page. I think he's also on Twitter as well. Um, I'm not sure about Facebook, but he every daily he designs a um, uh, an image, a digital piece of art, and then he shares it online uh, for people to enjoy. Now he's been doing this, I think, for over. 14 or 15 years and he's been doing it daily religiously he's been so disciplined that he's built up uh, a popularity around his brand now he has managed to sell one of his canvases that contain all of his works for close to 70 million pounds if i remember correctly i don't know if it's dollars or pounds uh but it's it's probably dollars because everything gets re internationally uh gets reported in dollars uh because that's how we also trade oil as well uh so let me just check it out people people sells um uh people sells art i think it's like 70 million dollars uh, yeah, yeah, no, I'll definitely uh, confirm that number. But he's definitely one of the biggest. Uh, yeah, it's 70, $70 million. Can you believe this? Working on digital art and then your art was worth nothing a couple of years ago. And all of a sudden, this these uh, uh, prestigious auctioneers want to sell it. And it sells at $70 million 
US dollars. That's close to, very close to 100 million. Like it could have just gone that route. Um, so now the reason I bring that up is you can imagine that this canvas that is created by people around the world, how much could, I'm not saying is, I'm saying could that be worth in the near future? Obviously with um, the, the, the um, uh, NFTs and uh, a blockchain coming into play and actually giving it some value because it's not just some JPEG. Because that's the problem with selling digital art uh, right because you're just selling me a jpeg which is not worth anything because i can just copy and paste if it's if you give me something that no one can copy and that thing is attached to me only i'm the only one who owns it then there is value in that there is so much value in that so imagine a piece of art painted by many people around the world that fascinates me so much uh it's called space uh so you can just type reddit space if you want to know more about it and check it out um obviously reddit does their best to monitor it and make sure that people do not abuse it um because you know how people get um they we can really just start drawing things that we shouldn't but i find it fascinating that this is a collaboration by millions of people to create one art on one canvas and they do that a pixel at a time fascinating so i'm gonna pass over to you shal uh, so you can share with us what do you have on your plate let us have a look what's happening in the tech side of things two things that i want to mention to you in this beautiful friday evening first of all is the fact that there's a channel or streaming service called premium free now that's premium free and it is available from the vida app now, if you don't know the Vida app, it is available on your phone. That is spelled V-I-D-A-A, V-I-D-A-A. Now, the great thing about this is, is this is the operating system that is being used on the new Hisense smart TVs. Now, if you have a smart TV, it needs an operating system. Hisense is making use of the Vida app. And now, why I am boasting about this is the fact that if you have the Vida app, you will immediately, or Vida operating system rather, you will immediately gain access to free subscriptions, right? Free subscriptions, meaning that there are telenovelas, African telenovelas, African documentaries, as well as documentaries and certain sports that is automatically free when you purchase a Hisense TV or when you have the Vida app. So make use of that. Get yourself an account. It is, as I said earlier on, it is a free account. Right, so there's no cost to you apart from the couple of grand that you had to spend purchasing the TV. But now you can make use of free content. And I think that is such a great service brought to you by Hisense. Um, and I don't know if you know that, but it is actually free. And as I said earlier on, it is actually um, a local thing. Then the second thing that I want to mention this evening is what happened to me earlier on is i was spending time at the shopping mall and i saw these guys building things and as you probably know by now whenever you see someone building things or digging a hole it is actually for fiber right so we take no notice of them we're used to fiber being dug up however this was not for fiber this was actually a charging station for electronic vehicles that means that my local mall in a very small little town mossel bay is getting a charging station for electronic vehicles. 
that makes me so 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 excited just merely for the fact that we are moving in that direction i know it's not going to be cheap i know it's going to cost a lot but i'm excited for the fact that we are actually moving into the direction that you can be able to charge electronic vehicle in a shopping mall seeing as the fuel price and everything increased that we will reach that point thank you so much for that Charles. i think we're just gonna uh close it off there for tonight so that is your tech impact for tonight and remember remember that technology is something that we would like to some of us would like to just not believe exists but the fact that you have a car is because technology evolved um, and the fact that you can get on an elevator to go up and down a building is because technology evolved and grew and now it has made impacted your life in some way sometimes it makes our lives complicated when those who create it do not do a good job but in most cases technology does actually make our lives easier um, and i look forward to the world that is coming in the near future